You are listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast, an honest and non-judgmental discussion on faith in God and the doubts we often have, why it's sometimes difficult to trust God, and how we can know with a surety that He loves us. This show centers on strengthening and rebuilding our faith after loss, tragedy, or when coming to Christianity from a non-Christian or pseudo-Christian worldview. Now, here is your host, Gene Curl. Hello and welcome back to yet another exciting, or maybe not exciting, episode of Recovering Faith. Uh, Today, uh, while I didn't have anything actually prepared like I usually do, today I'm going to start off by telling a short story that hopefully will relate to the topic at hand. And... You may hear a few random noises here and there. I have more people in my house right now than I normally do on the days I record. So, um, yeah, just a heads up if you hear any random noises. So, when I was a kid, my father, he always uh, smoked, but he always had these uh, roll-your-own cigarettes. And one day he had these, he had this uh the papers that you roll your cigarettes out of that didn't have any glue on them. They were defective, and so he threw them away. And so as a kid, my sisters and I, you know, we wanted to do what the adults did, and so we thought we'd have fun, so we got those roll-your-own-cigarette papers that he threw away out of the trash, and we were out, we were out camping at the time, and we're at this place where it was open range. And so there's a lot of cow patties. And so what we did is we took some cow patties and we crushed it up into small pieces and then we rolled some cigarettes out of it and then we used a little little bit of Elmer's glue on the paper and we rolled them up and then we stuck them in an empty cigarette pack. Just playing mine in our own business and my father came up and uh, told us we shouldn't be playing with the cigarettes, and he grabbed them from us. And I tried to tell him that they weren't his cigarettes. I told him, tried to tell him that we rolled them out of cow manure, but um, he didn't want to hear anything we had to say. So he grabbed them, he stuck one in his mouth, and he lit it up. Almost immediately, he turned green started throwing up and he's like what are you trying to do poison me and i said no i tried to tell you that it was cow maneuver but you wouldn't believe me so anyhow uh that's tell that story because in the book of samuel everybody wanted a king they they got exactly what they wanted for what they got exactly what they asked for but it wasn't exactly what they wanted. And I know every, pretty much everybody's had some kind of experience when they were a kid that they kept asking for something and asking for something and then finally their parents give in and give it to them even though it's they know it's not really what they want but they get tired of masking so they just let them have it and then it causes some suffering as a result. Well, that's kind of where the people were here and where God was. And in... In Samuel, uh, starting with, with chapter 8, 
It says, when Samuel grew old, and for those who aren't familiar, Samuel was the prophet. And so when Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons as Israel's leaders. The names of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abijah, and they served at Beersheba. But his sons did not follow his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain and accepted bribes and perverted justice. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, You are old and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us, such as all other nations have. And this is a good place to insert. This is another thing that I guess we don't outgrow. Kids will say, well, so-and-so is doing it. And I remember when I was visiting my sister last summer, I guess it was, uh, my nieces wanted to watch some some uh, R-rated slasher film. And a, my sister wisely told them no. And they said, but mom, um, so-and-so is watching it. And she told them, I don't care what the other kids in the neighborhood are doing. You're not going to watch it. And so, well, that's where these people were at. They were like, well, everybody else is doing it. And so, yeah, the story goes on. But when they said, give us a king to lead us, they displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord told him, listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. And they have done as they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day forsaking me and serving other gods. They are also doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly and let them know what a king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, This is what the king who will reign over you will make as his rights. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. Some he will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties, and others to plow the ground and to reap his harvest, and still others to make weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and give it to his officials and attendants. Your male and female servants and the best of your cattle and donkeys he will take for his own use. He will take a tenth of your flock, and you yourselves will become his slaves. When that day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you have chosen, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like all the other nations, with a king to lead us to go out before us and to fight our battles. <clears throat> and, of course, people weren't realizing the kings never fight the battles. It's the common man that fights the battles. I mean, in this day, the kings did go out with their soldiers, but really, it's not the kings that are fighting the battles. Anyhow, uh, when Samuel heard all that the people said, he repeated it before the Lord, and the Lord answered, Listen to them and give them a king. Then Samuel said to the Israelites, Everyone, go back to your own town. And... Uh, I guess this joke's appropriate. I heard it in church, so hopefully it is. 
but not the church that I currently go to, just for the record. But anyhow, uh, whenever I think of the story where Saul was anointed king, it reminds me of a story that I heard that there was there were these three young men who were going to seminary, learning to become pastors. And they went to the bus stop on their way home, and they saw this old gentleman sitting there, and he had his, he had his uh, beard down to his waist. And they came up and noticed his white beard, and they thought they'd have a little fun and thought they'd make themselves clever. And the first one said, Hi, Father Abraham. And the second one walked up, Hi, Father Isaac. And the third one walked up and said, Hi, Father Jacob. And he looked at him and said, I am neither Abraham, Isaac, nor Jacob, but I am Saul, son of Kish, who went in search of his father's ass, and lo, I found all three. So, yeah, that's my Bible joke for the day. Anyhow, so we, so Saul uh, anoints, Samuel anoints Saul to be king, and there's a whole story about, about how that goes on, but I'm going to skip that. And I'm, I'm going to move on to uh, after he was chosen to be king. And if I can, I can find that. And he said, well, I'm not sure where it is. But anyhow, somewhere in the next little while, the, the people get really upset because of some of the things that Saul are doing. And they want, oh, here I found it. It's Samuel chapter 11, verses 12 through 14. Then the people said to Samuel, Who was it that asked, Shall Saul reign over us? Turn those men over to us that they may be put to death. But Saul said, No one will be put to death for t- today, for today the Lord has rescued Israel. And so when, when Saul started... What that was referring to is a previous verse, which I don't have time to go look for right now, but where when Saul, uh, people were displeased with him, and they were saying that whoever decided that Saul should be king should be put to death because they weren't quite happy with what he was doing. And if you're familiar with the story, you learn that Saul isn't the leader of Israel very long, before he makes some serious blunders and he gets rebuked by he gets rebuked by Samuel and then eventually he messes up so bad that God decides to replace him with David which is a whole story in and of itself but a lot of times we're given something good and we're not really happy with what God gives us and we're not really happy with his timing and instead we try to we want what everybody else has and we think we'll be happy if we have what everybody else does and we do like everybody else is doing but God knows best and when we try to force our agenda onto God it never works out the way we think it will and we wind up in a worse place than we were before we got what we thought we wanted I like to say that there's two great tragedies in life, not getting what you wanted and getting what you wanted. 
And so, um, say this is kind of a short podcast today, but um, they're probably going to be a little shorter from uh, for a while because I'm been incredibly busy. So they might be a little bit shorter, but I will try to uh, do my best to uh, keep them coming and make sure that we have a that I have a new one up every Wednesday. So. Thanks for continuing to stick with me, and I hope you're all having a a good week wherever you're wherever you're at, and sitting in uh, in quarantine. And I uh, hope you're remembering to wash your hands. So again, thanks for listening, and you have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast. Please rate and review this show and share it with your friends and family. You are loved.